Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Episode 010. We're back. This is the TBC podcast brought to you by Grime Daily. Presented by myself, Michael Payne. Myself, Fadal. Renee Produced. And today we have a very special co-host by the name of... Mary Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> Transatlantic correspondent. Yeah. In the house. What brings you here? Well, I've been living in London for about two years now, but originally from New York. Um, my parents are from Ireland, so I have the dual passport kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I just kind of moved over here on a whim. Uh, yeah. Adventure is out there. Yeah. <laughs> And what what did you uh, what did you do in Long Island like sort of when um, you were living? Well, there? after school um, at college, um, I started kind of being a booking agent for different bands around New York City because yeah. I, I studied psychology, but I got into music scene because I was like, listen, I cannot sing, I cannot play, but I love it, um, and that's what I want to do. Like, I want to make sure that people can hear music and stuff. So I got into promotion side of things. Um, and yeah, so I worked for a booking agency, um, bopped around. I also worked for ultra records for a bit. Um, and then I came over here, um, about two years ago, I worked for a small promotions company here called space promotions. Um, and And just to be clear, ultra is a dance label, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Dancey, dancey. Um, (laughs) sorry, dancey, dancey. (laughs) No, say say how you want to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Tomato, tomato. (laughs) Yeah, so I've been here about, and then here for about two years now. Now I work for another company called Fame Music, and we host um, online music competitions globally across all genres. So it's been pretty great. <laughs> yeah, so you're doing what you love. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it doesn't feel too much like work. No, no. I've, and I've always been doing it too. Like even when I was, when I was working at, at Ultra, that was like a part-time thing. And um, to make it work, I was also managing a coffee shop at the same time, you know. Um, and like it got kind of complicated times. Like, you know, wake up at 6 a.m., open the coffee shop, 3 p.m., yeah. end the coffee shop, go to work at the label, like go out, like wake up at 6 a.m. So, but it was quite fun. <laughs> so you used to work for a booking agency? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Previously, yeah, yeah. Like that, that, I mean, I'm not going to reveal my age online or anything, but yeah. we're talking quite, like, maybe like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, I was just thinking... With everything going on now in the States with grime music, like your your perspective just being a booking agent once upon a time, even if it was 10 years ago, how do you see, how do you interpret everything that's going on here and then thinking how to do business over in the States? Um, well, the, co- the cool thing about like grime, like I know that it's going to blow up. Like I know that, you know, um, like Skepta is going to be working with, um, Drake obviously. And like section boys have, have plans to work with like Rita Ora and section, um, section boys. They are section boys. Sorry, Chris Brown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they've, they've worked together already. They, yeah. they have, yeah. have they released yeah. it or is it? Yeah, they've, I don't know if they've released oh, it to God. buy, but I know it's out it's there the in projects. the ether. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've, heard, I've heard it. Oh, okay. What do you think of it? I haven't yet. Is it good? Not 
Well, the thing is, remember we, we discussed Chris Brown. Yeah. So there's We're not. We're biased already. <laughs> I am gonna be biased, yeah, against because there's not really a project of Chris Brown's that I would openly say I like just because it's Chris Brown. He's got yeah, that Rihanna sorry. hate in him. He don't. He's, he's. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah. On that bandwagon. No, yeah. no one cares really about Chris Brown to be honest. I'm not saying that no one cares. Me personally, I know that the guy's got fans and stuff, but. That just looks just, like PR to me, anyway, because there's no other. There's nothing else suggesting that he cared before, prior to like all the hype. So you're just here to eat. Yeah, I think people get on. I don't even call it a bandwagon anymore. I call it just a wave. Like for yeah. me, that's the definition of a wave, something that kind of t- like sweeps you off your feet culturally, and yeah. you just kind of feel like you're being taken along with it. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that a lot of people are even a bandwagon jumper. Even a bandwagon jumper can be sort of really organic about it. Yeah. If you hear about something late, it's not your fault. You can't blame yourself for when you were exposed to something. So if you like something late, I, I really don't think that there's... Unless you are only doing it yeah, to that's fit in, I think that's not just a bit... Not even that as well. Bandwagon just so you can profit and then run away. Like, there's no actual interest. It's just another promotion strategy for you. I think that's the issue. Yeah, but I suppose there is... Um... This Mac is in my face. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose there is a, the positive like ramifications of what Chris Brown's done are that mainly that section boys now have. Yeah. They've been exposed to so many more people. So I'm not, I think that's good. I think that is good. But like I said, I just don't really like Chris Brown as a person enough to want to extol any virtues in anything that he does. Yeah. That's, I, that's, what I, that's where I'd leave it. I'll wait for the Drake collab. I think that would <laughs> Drake. Yeah, that I'll would much sick. rather hear that. Even if Drake isn't trapping. Chris Brown certainly isn't. He's he's doing cartwheels on stage. Like, it's a different. I don't think it does. Like my personally, no. I think they they they'd probably do something quite different with Drake as well. I don't, yeah. I don't know if it would necessarily have to be all. No, it would have to be. Inevitably, I think. Can it imagine would be something like Lock Off. Drake on a Lock Off kind of tune. Can see it. I can hear it. Yeah. Well, like last episode when you sampled from the album, innit? So. Yeah. True. Maths is there. Are you a Drake fan, Mary Ellen? Actually, I am, um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's nothing to be ashamed of. You, get, you did a like, sort yeah, of nervous yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah, like, don't you judge like, me. Yeah, you know I mean, we didn't me. ask if you voted UK. Listen, I'm open minded. I love Drake. I also love One Direction or Harry Potter. So, cool. I mean, it's, cool. it's everything, you know? They're, like, con- yeah, they're connected. Just, you, yeah, <laughs> very Drake connected. Has some Harry Potter. There will definitely be some crossover. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's just like. I feel like um, in the music industry, it's so hard to kind of like knock people like, oh, they're shit or they're not talented. Yeah, there's like, no such thing as shit. In it's my like, opinion. come on, like it's nah, all there's like, definitely sub- subjective. Dead music. Like, no, but then there's, but then that <laughs> that dead music. <laughs> right, I like I like that dead music. Someone likes it though, innit? True. But just because it's not dead to them, <laughs> it's true what he's saying. But the so unless it's a fact that do you know what I mean? It's, there's no uh, factual, factually dead song. Someone's gonna like it. It's not dead to them. But I think if a, conse- if a consensus of people with good ears, so to speak... What, uh, good ears, but how do you define good ears? Because I guarantee that's, what, that's like where guilty pleasures come in. It's like a you know, like what yeah. society says yeah. is good. Oh, there's there's no facts, man. When it comes to creativity, for me, yeah. there are no facts. It's not good and it's not bad. You just like it. <laughs> but I was just sitting there like, I I'm just not trying disagree. To hear that, that killed like <laughs> Croatia house. Yeah, you're not, but someone is, is what I'm saying. Like, no matter what tune I pick, yeah that I think is dead. I guarantee I'm standing in a room of people probably dancing to it. 
You know, and, I, and do you know what I mean? Who am I to say that that tune's dead in that in that case? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you heard? Who of am the, I to say that? Have you heard of that you called Danny D four N N Y the Asian? Dude. Yeah. No. Um, Who's that? Nah. <laughs> he just sings in a in the strongest Asian accent you Asian accent you'll ever find, and just sings slow jams or does like Drake covers from like when he was rapping off his phone at Westwood like that far back it's, it's the worst he's the worst guy ever to like but he's doing views so like you say some people like entertaining. it entertaining maybe they're, people will like it for different reasons innit mm. I think that even if someone likes a tune because they find it funny if, if that was what was intended then that's yeah. a positive trait of yeah. a song if when it wasn't like then trolling. it's awkward innit but that's like trolling and that's that would be no different to say Bugsy with the whole fake PR scandal about the jewelry heists. And then your artwork for your project is you facing time with a mugshot. And we're supposed to believe that they're not connected completely. Yeah, on the. <laughs> when you, when you, <laughs> I mean, you say it like that. Well. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like the the fire in the beef wasn't bad though. It was good. But yeah, no, saying it. it's better than Gigs. I mean Gretch and Kano's. Kano. Yeah, I go for just like immaculate bars, you understand? Yeah, I so think Kano's me, one like might a, be my favourite right now. Yeah, I, all of them. I I what did I, I stated a few episodes ago that Wretches was mine. Which one movement or with Avelino? Him on his jacks over didn't he do it over an intro by the XX? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel. And I love that, the one with Avelino as well. Don't get it twisted. That one's up Wait, there as well. the one with XX isn't that the last verse from the final booth with Avelino? Talking that, about am I selling his stream. There was some punchline about streams and everyone went mad. Is yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, that, that's the one, is that the one with Avelino then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, cool. That one. His last For verse. For me, that's, that's my... Top fire in the booth. Kano came with that champagne that's clean. Yeah, it's between Kano, <laughs> Giggs' second one was in the yellow hat and he's like dropping some real shit. And Is that one of the older ones? It's like about three years ago. Yeah, 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 about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, Don't they blow out bare of his bars though? Yeah, but you know what's weird, yeah? Is that they've done it to six sevens and but like when I'm watching other people's fire in the booth, they're fully swearing. So it's like, how are you saying Yeah, there might be something that, like, mm. I don't know. Cause like that everyone knows, isn't it? Obviously, they're active. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To, in layman's terms, yeah, they're active. So a lot of the shit that they blurred out, I don't know, in it. That all of the, yeah, yeah all, nah, you know I what I mean. That. It might be some. It might be a lot more sensitive than just bars. If you get what I'm nah, saying. I feel you. I feel you. But I think that statement from Charlie Sloth was a bit wild with the whole better than he's like overtaken Rich and Kano and Fire in the Booth. Bugsy's one. Bugsy's one. What do you think, honestly? Hyperbole, man. Like, I, I genuinely think when, you, when you're caught in the moment, because it, you can, you can tell that Charlie Sloth genuinely is a big fan of Bugsy in it. You understand? And again, like I said, I stress that it just because something's your favorite, it doesn't mean yeah. it's the best. You understand? That is the only thing I would say to Charlie. It's the best because it's the one that he likes the most, isn't it? But do you think that? Because no, no. During I told all the you, my favorite is Wretches because I think Wretches is the best. Not even that, but Wretch and Avellinos. If they have business together, then how can you? It's, it's oh, what well, you think it's bias. But then again, you no, know, like not I said biased. To you, maybe but no, but they might not be in a cynical sense. But you know, just like how Diddy was was with Bad Boy, 
and he's just like front cover. There's, there's yeah, all shining, all glistening in his jacket. There's <laughs> shimmying everywhere. But it's just like, there's no different. Well, you see, because the management stunt, yeah, it's basically like he's just saying that because it's management. But then, in your stock. but then it's chicken and egg though, isn't it? That. Obviously, it's not even chicken and egg. You can tell that he was a fan before he ever went into business. With yeah, him. because you have to be a fan to go into business. Know, yeah, I'll give, you, I'll give you the real of it. So yeah. the two things. Sorry, when I watch his, Charlie's response, yeah, to um, Kano's fire in the booth, yeah, and Rich's, it's like, oh my God. When like he does Bugsy's one, it's like his bare calm. It's like on the payroll kind right. of thing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I swear he was hype in, in this one. Nah, he was bare calm. Is anyone going to yeah. I think that took, I think what happened there with Charlie's ending segment, like, wow, oh my God, that took away from the overall piece because without that, there's nothing to knock Bugsy. Like, it's as strong, it's as far as he's not trying to say. Do you know what I find quite admirable, yeah? It's, um, if you watch Bugsy's first fire in the booth, yeah, you can see that it touches him when Charlie tells him how sick he is. Mm. And then if you watch this second one, he's come so far, he makes the same face when Charlie does it in this one. No, I'm, se- I'm telling you, you can tell that he really values Charlie's opinion. You can tell yeah. that those two are actually... He does. He bigs him up in the freestyle anyway. Yeah, you get me. The way in that and I find that admirable. Yeah, not discrediting his freestyle. It was good, but I think the, the statement to say it was better than the two that we've been speaking about. It's Again, I think down to, it's not even down just to taste. It's for manner as well. Like, it was just like... Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, you went in, fam. I'm not going to lie. You went in, fam. Like, come on. You're not just going to give that to everyone. Like, save that for when it's justified, in my opinion, anyway. Fair play, man. Fair play. Like I said, yeah, I think it's just where uh, it's what you connect with, isn't it? And to a, to a certain degree, Charlie would have been in a diff, like a completely different mindset to us because remember, he's coming from the perspective of someone, if they're in business together, of someone that's hoping that it's of a superior quality. So if it's to his satisfaction, then he's going to be like mad, like relieved, gassed, whatever. You understand? Like his emotions to hear it when when he he hears that on the radio are going to be way different from ours. It's it's a perspective that we can't really relate to, if you get what I'm saying to you. I hear that because he's live and direct witnessing it and absorbing it. This is the thing. I feel you on that, but visually watching it when I see it his reaction didn't implicate to me that that fire in the booth is the best fire in the booth like right. you see like on the what do you mean do you think he doesn't words? even rate it him, yeah like, it, it obviously he rates it but it's, it was just so not enough for yeah that. like if I'm hearing something that's firing like when I heard Kano's one I had to slap it like oh my god I'm getting gassed like if I hear Rich's one or the um the movements one mm. like but he didn't does he re- does Charlie react um in a similar way in both like throughout the freestyle is he is he more gassed in the first right. one than in the second one? No, in Bugsy's one. No, in one. Bugsy's one. I'm just thinking. I'm just kind of comparing his, uh, like his body language. Put and, it this way: and, for me, he reactions. stopped Rich. He stopped Rich in the middle of his yeah, verse, innit? Right. And Rich, he was like, Rich was like, nah, yeah, like don't let me get it out. Yeah. Like, Bugsy didn't get no stoppage. Like you're an animal. Like he got the hype, but mm. to me, like it's nothing to like. Yo, bring that back. I need to hear that shit again. Like that's crazy, innit? Like. Mm. So, like, I don't know, but good luck to him anyway. The e- yeah, it was good, but it went great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoken. <laughs> what, what, did, did, did you hear it, Mary Ellen? I did We're not, not. going to exclude you from this. <laughs> you didn't. He's just trying no, to work out what fire in the booth even is. <laughs> a fire in the booth is basically a freestyle for Charlie Slough. What? Like, oh my God, like roll save? Yeah. 
Ah, exactly. listen, exactly. listen. You're not listening. You're not listening. <laughs> that genius. His was one. You, you said his was a uh, one of the best earlier. I think I'd yeah, have no, to uh, echo those sentences. Chantel, I loved you. <laughs> hey, I'll take Jonathan from church. I'll see you on Sunday. Cause... <laughs> Chantel. <laughs> So that's the only one you've seen. You so know what? Yes, and I really appreciated the uh, the leather um, vest without the shirt underneath and mm-hmm. just the whole um, appearance of it. Well, is. By, by default, that's the best by one. De- de- <laughs> it was. Yeah. yeah. We'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Last episode, we touched on the whole Azealia Banks saga. Hey. And... I'm sure I apologize. You know. I'm from. I'm. I used to live near the two one two, and she's from the two one two. And I apologize. I'm behind. No, you ain't got the two one two. For those that don't know, what's the two one two? It is New York. It is Bronx. It is up there. It is happening. But all of that. All of that. All, all of that. All of that. <laughs> is it? Is it an area code? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's an area code of New York City. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about her? Um, like comments. Her her attitude. Her behavior. It's, mean, ob- it's obvious, but, you know, kind no, of expatiate for us. I know. I mean, like, to be honest, like, if you have a problem with someone, like, you have a problem with someone, like, fix that out. But, like, don't, f- like, call them, like, these, like, disgusting, like, cultural discriminating names. Like, what would she call them? Like, a, like a curry? Like, so she called, like, you know what? Like, take, yeah, cur- yeah. was it? A curry curry scented like take like that's disgusting like come on like you're old enough like to realize like if you have be with him settle it like don't call upon like his actual heritage and ethnicity on that like what's the point of that don't you think it's partially a mental health issue as well yeah because i know she's had that before like she just completely calls people out twitter actually um completely suspended her account now I, i don't know i don't know how i feel about that though because People like Katie Hopkins, they're free to have an account and do whatever they want. Is that the crazy British woman who says that gingers are not cool? Yeah. And well, I love that's gingers. That's not the worst so. thing she said. I, I, abs- I will say this right here, right now. F you, Katie Hopkins. Yeah. Gin- <laughs> yeah. Apart for many reasons, but my number one being that I have a weird ginger fetish and they are humans too and they are attractive. Yeah. So- Black people and Muslims are also humans too, but yeah, the ginger community. <laughs> you guys go it hard. Ed Sheeran, what up, man? <laughs> You're just going to assume anyone English listens to our podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> I think on that note, we're going to take a little break and come back for the All-American Takeover. Absolutely. We are back from our break. And not content with having just the one transatlantic guest with us, we've brought in another one who's still another actually one. in the States. Another one. Please make some noise for uh, Two Blunt TV. How's it going, bro? Do we call you Two Blunt? Do we call you Mr. Blunt? What do we call you? Just too blunt, yeah? Yeah. Well, you're live on GRM Daily. Oh, it's madness. Mm. GRM Daily, what's going on? Too blunt, I got That's my standard intro. Nice. Sounds like 106 on Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very enthusiastic. That's what I like about Americans, you know. They're, they're, like, the enthusiasm. Yep. I think they say it, amazing and awesome yeah. and cool and things like that. A lot of exclamation. Absolutely. And even if you don't mean it, it sounds nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, but we mean it. We mean it. Amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Radical. <laughs> <laughs> what, got you into, what got you into grime too, Blunt? Uh, 
Well, before I used to listen, to, well, I used to watch a lot of gamers from the UK. That's all I usually used to watch on YouTube. Gamers. Yeah, like video games. Yeah. Like they play games on YouTube, pretty much gamers. Yeah. And they were pretty much from the UK. The Sidemen, I don't know if you know them. Uh, KSI happened to be one of them. Yeah. Well, I had a song oh, yeah, with JMB. Didn't know who that was at the time. And I was like, me and my best friend here, we made a channel to do reviews on music, food, movies, places everywhere. That's what the, the channel was initially about. Right. But then I was like, KSI made a song. I should probably review it. I didn't know who JME was at the moment. Listen to the song. At first, I gave it KSI the better hand. But then in my head, I was like, yo, this JME guy can rap. I don't know who he is. So you was rating KSI. Sorry, mm. at first, you was rating KSI then. You yeah, feed him a buzz. I was a, I was a fan of KSI. I didn't know who JME was, so I was a lot more biased. <laughs> but then I slowly realized, like, yo, this JME guy can rap. KSI sounds loud. Yeah. JME can actually rap. Then I heard another song. With Jamie in it, and I was like, holy shit, these people can rap. Because I didn't know UK had a rap scene. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was going to say, it's crazy that you said that, because KSI is not even a rapper. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> cur- I'm curious, what game did you um, did you see him play? Was it Call of Duty, perhaps? It was, it was, it, they play a bunch of games. So it's from Call of Duty to Let's Play to everything, actually. So it's not mm-hmm. just one game. Mm-hmm. Fair play. And then, so your, your love for the genre expanded through... Through something like, yeah, just something completely different. Yeah, so after that, people started requesting like other artists like Stormzy Shut Up and Section Boys Lock Off, which we didn't like at first. I don't know if you guys seen that one, but we weren't feeling Lock Off at all until I got more into the music. So yeah, it started getting bigger to me. Is that something that you've um, like experienced regularly? Like music, is it something for you that... Have there been things that you've had to come around to? Uh, or is not it, really. Is I it guess. coming with the experience of sort of predominantly sort of British music that you're listening to? Is it is it is it that hit and miss for Ameri- from America uh, from an American perspective? I think it's all about being open minded because uh, some people will just hear a song and cut it off automatically because. They don't understand the accent or they just don't hear it out. But I stopped listening to recent American music years ago. Right. Years ago. Why? Because. Huh? How comes? Because, man, I wasn't one of those kids who just wanted to hear all of the violence and stuff. I wanted to hear some lyrics in the music and they stopped doing that. So I, I don't like, even think you're hearing much violence. It's just dabbing. I don't think you're hearing much. And just vine dances. That's it, really. You're not really hearing much. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> It, it was it was filled with too much stuff that I couldn't relate to, so I, I just stuck to listening to the older Fifty Cent songs and some Biggie and a lot of R and B. Oh, what back then when when Fifty was conscious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't listen to him now, but his older songs I still have them there playing. Mm. You can find me in the club, bottle full of pub. But I, but I ain't got a gun. <laughs> Peace, man. <laughs> at that time though, I was like. Or something. <laughs> so what other what other types of music are you into now apart from grime? And apart from UK, even uh, if it's UK, even it can be UK, just literally a genre. Do you just lump them all together? So grime and rap is just one thing. It's just the UK. That's how you categorize things. Yeah, that's I mean, a good question. Could you tell a UK hip hop tune from a UK grime tune? I couldn't at first, but now right. I can. 
How? What? What's your like distinction between the two? One, you can like the tempo difference is huge. So, uh, Good you know that one forty BPM, that quick pace, the skippy flows, and the UK hip hop sounds similar to American hip hop. So yeah, it has that kind of relation. But grime is like. It's Bloody good answer, mate. So do you listen to like the trap stuff and just think, oh, this is knockoff American hip-hop? The trap stuff, it sounds like uh, drill music mixed with some American trap. It doesn't sound like completely like American trap. Cause they, I don't know, it's just the way you guys say things compared to how Americans say things are completely <laughs> different. So the music sounds like its own music from its own area. Yeah, I, mean. I get that. I get that. I'll rate that answer, actually, very highly. You're highly rated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm always quite sceptical about Americans. Like, I've always just... I'm not sure. Maybe it's just Bush and then Diddy. Because, <laughs> yeah, no, it's because of the, gen, like the, the perception you get of them through what is shown to you, if you get what I'm saying yeah. to you. Yeah. I think if you take Americans as... make sweeping generalisations... Then, because that is the main one of the main things about um, that people accuse Americans of. So I think you'd be just as bad as them if you were to just go all Americans are ignorant. Do you know what I mean? Because we've got two very open-minded Americans in our company right now, one via the internet and one live in the flesh. What do you do? You, do you class Drakers? Do you like? Do you do either of you when you think of Drake, think of an American or a Canadian? And is that a stupid question? That's to both of you. To Mary Ellen and to Blunt. Wait, you, you asked if... Wait, when I think of Drake, do I think he's Canadian or American? Yeah. Uh, I honestly can't say because I don't listen to Drake much, but I don't know the answer to that because I don't think about the Canadian side at all, really. Right. Is the Canadian side really rated in terms of rap music in America? What was that? Is the Canadian side highly rated in America at all? Bro, I can't answer those questions because I'm so disconnected from the music, so I wouldn't know. But uh, maybe just from conversations. No, no, I was going to say, like, I, I don't think that, like, if you do think of Drake, like, actually, if you were probably to pull a lot of, like, people in the States, they wouldn't know that he was Canadian. They would just think like, oh yeah, yeah, no, he's from the states. Like, there's not a lot of Canadian rap going on at all, which is why kind of like why Drake is so excited about how well he's doing and like trying to bring like Canada to the like you know sort of on the scene, put it on the map, kind of thing. Um, but no, you, I don't think you would think of Drake as like Canadian. Like, I, I, I don't know. I personally think American, but that's yeah. You know, what's up? I have a, a an opinion. Well, from my friend, he just pointed it out because uh, he doesn't think of Drake as Canadian. And he used Justin Bieber as an example as well, because Justin Bieber's Canadian. No one thinks of him as uh, Canadian, really. Yeah. It just sounds like a musician from America. That's what it sounds like to me. So yeah, do you yeah. think for grime and UK rap, for it to be accepted just like Drake and Justin Bieber have, do they need to be accepted from a standpoint where they're not spoken of as UK MCs, they're just spoken of as MCs in general? Do you think it's the British element in terms of identity that puts Americans off before even listening to the music? I think that has a part to do with it. Because the minute they hear... Because you know the stereotypes of the UK. All you guys do is eat, 
cupcakes or something like that and drink tea. Mm. That's actually true, to be perfectly <laughs> honest with you, mate. Literally just had one. How many times I asked somebody to impersonate a, a UK person, they crumpets and tea. That's what they always say. Crumpets as well. Yeah, old school, but... Yeah. So well, when you saw 6-7, uh, like, how did you feel then? How was your perceptions after that? Because <laughs> uh, remember, I, I watch these guys on, on uh, the YouTube videos all the time, so I know it wasn't just all about that. Yeah. I didn't know about the music, but um, yeah, when I found out about, let's say, people like 6-7 and gigs, I didn't know the UK had like a crazy like gangster scene. I know there was stuff going on there, but I didn't know. Like- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. It was to that extent, so I wouldn't know that at all without the music. I hear that. Did you also wonder how one of the members of 6-7 was going to eat a crumpet through that mask? Because that's the first thing I would have thought. Now his, his mouth isn't covered, is it? But it'd still be hard to eat a crumpet. But let's not get into an argument about that. <laughs> um, what do you think? Have you seen, would you say you've seen a lot of um, the Daily Duppy series? Yeah, I've seen a few. I've seen a few of them. What are your, have, have you got any personal favourites? Oh, before I say anything about that, whoever edits the Daily Duppies, you people are freaking crazy, yo. Those Daily Duppies are the dopest Oh, I got to give it to y'all, man, because the way you guys edit and put the text in, that actually helps with learning what they're talking about. Because all of the references is freaking crazy. So you guys murk the Daily Duffy. So what, you've actually picked up slang. Do you use it day-to-day, then? Do you use the day-to-day slang you pick up from from UK uh, music? I use some of it, not all of it, because not all of it... Some of it flows better to me, but then that's some I just don't use it. Cause like what? Huh? Like what? Uh, I like say skat. Still. still. Huh? Wait, what, skat? Yeah. What do you mean still? Still, skat is in Oh, he's a skat. I heard mate. still. <laughs> I was thinking, what? No, no, skat. S-K-E-T, a skat. Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. That's, a, that is, that's an institution as far as slang words go. 
Yeah. That's from back then. It stood the test of time, man. <laughs> Wait, I don't even know. What, do, what does that mean, sket? A hoe, basically. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know bruv. Um, yeah. Yeah, bruv's good. <laughs> I had bruv to learn that allow it pop, which kind of confused me at first. But yeah, I learned that. What was that? Allow it. Allow it, yeah, yeah. What did you think it meant at first? Hmm? What did you I think it meant? meant? To let it happen. Oh, oh, oh my god! Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the complete opposite. Like, it's true. It's mad, isn't it? Some slang words mean the exact opposite of what they mean in like Queen's English. Yeah, that's synonymous with like, please help. Like, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't Allow say it. that. <laughs> Don't say that around people that yeah will think it means. All right, let, shall I let this happen then? What else? What else have you learned? Can you give us any other gems? Uh, let me see. I know Don, which means like that dude, like my bro, that 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 guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you call do you call girl, girls you call them birds that's that's quite British so when you're with your friends like oh check out that bird <laughs> is that quite British not our British but that is British, no, it's, it's, that it's, is British. It's cockney, it's cockney oh British, no cockney yeah. British, yeah. I know like, quite a bit of cockney so ting, chick, uh, yeah. beanie from my era the only person <laughs> I've called beanie. the only person I've heard call a girl a bird is fecky and that makes sense, and that's about it. Yeah, he's yeah, he's Cockney to a degree, isn't he? Yeah. Oh gosh, I think everything I've learned since I've been here is Cockney. Then. <laughs> <laughs> no, what well, if that's the thing about sort of uh, like UK slang? It's a mix of like Cockney and like like Jamaican patois. Mm. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I'd say pretty it's much. Pretty much a mix of them too. But certain certain West African words are creeping in, you know, like off like, pant or yimbo. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's I do that. <laughs> off pant. I like though that that phrase is is. is off like sn- <laughs> sneaking in there, you know, off pant. It means like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> like we don't know I'm what that means. I've got a bag of really expectant faces. I've got, I've got to say something really good now. <laughs> no, off pant means stripping it. Oh. Straight to yeah. the point. Just gonna off pant for <laughs> How do you I use that in the conversation as a genuine Nigerian? Yeah, basically, if, if two girls are kind of, if, if a girl is going, how, can you, how did you see it with that dude? Like, why did you see it with that dude? Uh, like, why pant. did you off pant for that girl? You get me? Oh, so you oh, yeah. don't got, so you don't chill with a girl? You're asking two girls to get off pant. No, if, say for instance, two girls are talking, yeah? Like, say for instance, Lauren and Mary Ellen are talking. Yeah. And one of them, one of them, only one of them. Me, it's me. It's not two. With no. a dude, yeah, that the other one doesn't respect, yeah. Uh, then the other one will say, "Why did you off pant for that guy?" Uh, Do you see what I'm saying? Off, off I'll pant. Say it's but it's a verb, isn't it? But like a guy will never go to a. Because he was ginger. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Ed Sheeran, again. <laughs> so a guy will never go to a girl and be like, "Yo, you're not off pant." No, it'd be quite creepy if you went up to a girl and went off pant because you know she'd never really. <laughs> Could be a colloquialism, innit? You never know. Yeah. It's quite new. It's it's quite new, but um I'm pretty sure like West Africans have been saying it for a while, so Definitely off pan all day. <laughs> off pan all day. <laughs> Get them off pan all day. <laughs> your your Bond villain name would be Mr. Off Pan. <laughs> <laughs> no no Mr. Just off pan. That would be my name. It's off pan. No hyphen even. Because I'm a bad man like that. No hyphen. Just <laughs> OP. OP. No, do you know what? And even one F. Because you know what I'm talking about. Even with <laughs> We're even going to waste letters yeah. around here. <laughs> anyway, <moving on. laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. 
Jake's and Grace. So what's your... So, sorry about this, <laughs> too blunt. What's your, so what's your... Uh, no, I asked you that already. Didn't I ask you what your favourite Daily Duffy was? No. Yeah, we did digress. My favourite Daily Duffy is... Yeah. Huh? It's Gets Daily Duffy. Gets is yes. one, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. So what, with... Did you keep up with all the beasts that were going back and forth to like... When Chip was going back and forth with Bugsy and Youngin and all those nah, kinds of things. I mean, with Bugsy, I wasn't here around that time. Yeah. But Youngin and Chip, yeah, I kept up with that one. Who do you think won? Uh, as it stands, from what I know, I would have to give the edge to Chip. For one, Chip sent the last diss song, Youngin didn't come back. And two, some of Youngin's bars were lies. So like, Lies. You know, oh. how, how? What made no, you feel that? Like? When he was saying references to who was it, how Chip wasn't really rated by Skepta or something like that. But then the next day on Snapchat, I saw Chip and Skepta hanging out. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you have, when you're dissing somebody, make sure you're, you're this is real valid. So, yeah. Fair point. Very fair point. Um, quick. Quick question, just like how how did you find GRM Daily? Like coming from the states and stuff, I know it's not really like um, a statewide thing; it's more of a UK thing. But how did you come across that site and keep coming back to it? Uh, from the music, because you guys were putting the music out, and I started noticing the uh, the branches like GRM Daily, Link Up, SB, JDZ, and P110. So yeah, that's how it came about. There's going to be a lot of censoring in that section. Yeah. GRM and beep, and beep, and um, beep. <laughs> so you're from Miami, yeah? Yeah. Did you grow I up there? there yeah. Sorry? I live here, but I'm from the Bahamas okay. originally. And is there, a, is there a big sort of scene of people like you that kind of actively seek UK urban music? Not that I know of, no. Or do you exist more as a community online? Yeah, pretty much online, because you probably will never hear a grime song being played in Miami unless it's me or another uh, Miami grime. So you're that annoying guy going to all your brethren's like, oh, hey, go check this out. Like this UK guy, he's called Skepta. He's all right. He's not too bad. If if they're riding with me, that's all they're going to hear. I don't play that music that they want to hear. I'm like, yo, you get in my car. I pay the bills for the car. You listen to my music, and some of the music crosses over. Some doesn't, but yeah. some do. Have you converted many people, or have is there are there any particular tunes that even your most that all the friends that are the biggest sort of naysayers are there are, are there any tunes that have kind of touched the nerve with them? Yeah, one of my friends he listened to six seven. Let's lurk. He hated it, but I let him listen to. Gets Daily Duppy and broke it down, and he was like, Holy shit, who is this guy? How do I not know him? So, yeah, he felt Gets a bit more, well, a lot more than 6 7 because he didn't rate 6 7. But when you heard that Gets and the, when I broke it down to him, yeah. How far back have you gone in terms of like all your research you've done on YouTube and online? Have you gone as far back as, say, Risky Roads and Pirate Radio yeah. and Deja Vu? I mean, I've gone as far, because I have grime memories on Instagram. He's taught me about, you know, Pay As You Go, Rough Squad, all of those guys, Esky Beats, all of those. Who was it? Uh, it was. A, it's a lot of groups from back then, you know? Yeah. And 
And when you yeah, show okay. when you show all this music to your mates and just people around Miami, what's what's like the most common response for why they knock it? I repeat that again. Like, what's the most common response for why they knock like, our music when they hear it? Because they don't understand what they're saying. Even with young fuck and people that like that about. Yeah. Did you hear Get's last bars in uh, his daily dubby? Yeah. Yeah. Young thug and future fans, but they don't know what he said. What the hell? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, they just dismiss the music once they hear an accent. They don't. They just don't want to listen to it, even though it's clear to understand. Yeah, it's definitely an accent thing. Yeah, because to me, to you guys, I have an accent, but to me, you have the accent. Mm. No. Do you do you find it? <laughs> do you find it hard to understand us when we talk? No. Do you find it harder to understand us when we rap than, than you do when we talk? Depends on where the accent's from, because if it was, let's say, a uh, drum accent from the beginning, like let's say Devil Man, his accent is a lot harder to understand. And also, uh, D-double-E, when I first heard him, I was like, oh man, this guy accent is like really, really, really harsh. Mm, yeah, you're not expected to understand D-double, it's just, you're just taking the energies that you're getting. Pretty It'd be great much, if yeah. he was like, yeah, but I really, really dug that Flirt-A-D. <laughs> Have you heard of Flirt-A-D by any chance? Who? Flirt-A-D. Flirt-A-D? I think he had a diss track. Uh, well, he dissed Kano, didn't he? Did he? He sent for Kano where they had a little yeah. crash or something. Hmm? Yeah, if you if you had trouble understanding D-Double, then you had no idea what he was saying then. Did you actually I, catch... I've heard Flirt of D. I did a review on one of his songs towards Kano. I think it's him. Yeah, Flirt. It's this Kano. What? Yeah, it's Flirt of D. This Kano. You're correct, though. Yeah, so I've heard him. Have you heard... Have you heard Bugsy Malone's Fire in the Booth? Part two or one? Two. Yeah, I was, I was out having dinner, and I rushed to finish eating and ran to my car and recorded it. Yeah, so I heard it the next, the same day, actually, yeah. What'd you think of it? It was dope. He cleared a lot of things that people were asking questions about. But it drew, it drew some more questions, so... What sort of questions, in terms of... Huh? What, what kind of questions did you draw from it? Between him and Chip, you know, that stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. But do you think... Where would you rank that in terms of your best fire in the boost? Uh, I... Because this... Like, let's say two fire in the booth that I can't rate with the rest, which is low key and a collar, because they're like on. I put them as like legendary status, but like let's say other fire in the booth, I have to wretch three two. Yeah. Still my number one. Uh, let's see. Bugsy Malone part one was pretty good. Yeah. What else is that? K Coke, like his fire in the booth was madness. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I heard Chip fire in the booth, but it was when he started ranting, so I didn't hear much. He didn't rap much in that one. Yeah, so I had to give Wretch number one. Uh, I like Kano's too. It's it's hard. There's a lot of them. I can't really choose. See, he's definitely up. His part one was better than part two. I think. Yeah. See what we were saying about good music. Yeah. Our our best fire in the booth happened to be yours. And you have no idea we have a conversation and you're in another country. Yeah. So I do think there is no, yeah, no, some there is, kind of... There are very... I'd say the, 
there there are many types of people when they listen to rap in it. Yeah. And there are the people that listen for the lyrics. There are people that listen for the the sort of charisma, the delivery and stuff like that. We just happen to be people that kind of veer to, more towards like wordplay, lyrical dexterity. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But you have to have some of the other things in abundance as well. So can you, would you f uh, say you can relate to a lot of the stuff that's said in grime tunes that you listen to? Talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, I can relate to a lot of it. it, when, it when it talks about the life issues and the police and the government, stuff like that, I was like, holy crap, the UK police is that corrupted too? Mm. We're not that corrupted in, in comparison. No, no not, not as much as here, because we're on another level. Like how... how Real is it? Because from my perspective, I only see what happens on Twitter and with the hashtag Black Lives Matter and CD Ray well, and all that kind of stuff. But on a day-to-day -day basis, how, how bad? Well, it depends on the area you're in. And down here in Miami, it's not that bad. But if you go up north, it gets worse. But like, let's say areas like Lil Haiti or Opalaka or North Miami, every day you drive, you will see a police pulling somebody over or doing something to somebody. So it's like, when I go to my cousin's house and drive away, there's always a police on the outside of the Avs. It's like, I get nervous. Even though I'm not doing anything, I just get nervous when they're around. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do you feel sort of intimidated by the police, even though you're just living a, a normal crime-free life or whatever? Yeah, I drive, I don't know if you see the car I drive, but being a, a black young man in that kind of car and a police tailing you, it's nerve-wracking. Mm. Really I've got a nice bike and yeah, I get the We've same kind of... <laughs> <laughs> really expensive pedals. That's actually true. That wasn't a joke. No, don't laugh at my uh, situation. Please, next time. Or, um, hmm? That he it rides a bike. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go planet. Oh wait, it's not. We're not. That's not serious, no. <laughs> We've all had a bit to drink. No. You haven't had any to drink. Uh, no, no, no. I don't. I don't drink. You don't. Nope. That red cup was filled with um, apple juice. Right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and, and unicorns. Unicorn tears. Yep. Rainbows and unicorns. I drink, that's why I drink daily. I wake up and uh, drink that, and it helps to get me get through my day. I got a question for you guys. Yes, bring it on, ma'am. Will you guys ever come to the US? In, what do you mean? In what terms? As in everyone? I mean, the GRM Daily crew doing stuff. I'm not sure. Like, if you guys ever had thoughts of coming over to the US, so I guess. Yeah. Know, with artists whenever they come over. Well, GRM were over there for the uh, uh, BET Awards. The BET Awards? Yeah. You were there? GRM Daily were, yeah. In, in some capacity, yeah. Not all of us. Is the BET Awards like the biggest ceremony that it's, it's the only thing essentially you care about in terms of awards for music? In America. They still do, do, do the Soul Train Awards. I don't know. I don't watch TV. Fair. <laughs> you, so no one watches TV. Would you say you consume most of your info, if not all, on the internet then? For me? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I get it from. My TV, I have a TV in my room. It only turns on when I play Black Ops. So that's yeah. it. <laughs> oh my God, Black Ops 3? 
I think yeah. that's the way for um, most. If you want to find me on this, I'm actually I'm not gonna lie. I am a woman and I play pretty well. If you um if you look up Unicorns Rule eighty seven, um we can play in a party and I will actually might kill you. It's fine. You gotta be PlayStation though. Oh, PlayStation four. Oh, okay. You're cool. You're cool. You're cool. <laughs> Just listen to Americans casually talk about shooting. Yeah, each two other. Americans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, seriously, Unicorns Rule 87, let's play. I won't remember that name, but uh, probably I'll follow you guys on Twitter, like individually, so I can know who I was speaking to. <laughs> oh, yeah, you just broadcasted your, your gamer tag to like thousands of people. That, that's so. fine. You know, like um, when I made that name, I thought it was a joke. So I thought I wasn't actually going to get as addicted as I did to it. And I was like, yeah, Unicorns Rule, like LOL for the lulz. <laughs> and then as I started playing and I started getting better, and I was thinking, like, oh, man, like, what about all these guys that are playing in their rooms? And they're like, who is this unicorn bitch? Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's killed me. Unicorns, what? Did you listen to Konnichiwa? I, yep. The album, yeah, I did a review on it. What do you think of it, Ben? I gave it eight, eight and a half out of ten. Why not a ten? I mean, Nothing gets a, lot a, of the ten. Songs, a lot of the songs on that album... They've been out already. Yeah. So oh, you t- in terms of all the line. singles that were released, that shut down, that's not me. That's a weird vet. That's what people have said to me a lot. And I'm like, that's the whole point of an album campaign. You put out singles and then the album comes out with those same tunes on it. It's Yeah, a lot of people didn't realise. A lot of people have like, said that. To, a lot of people have cited that to me as a reason for some sort of discontent. I'm like, I, don't under- I, d- I just don't understand. It's just the first for new music, I guess. Is it because the first singles came out so long before the album? Yeah, because I think Skepta, Safe on the Block and Shut Down has been out for, what, a year or something? Going Pushing 2, maybe. The first, yeah. I'd say... That's not that's me, even older. Yeah. Me. Was the first release. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I understand he has the songs on it, but I was like, if he had like a few more tracks that we never heard, then I would have been a little better. Have you seen Skepta live? I've, I've, I've actually watched his uh, Shut Down... Um, live under uh, a passway or something like that. He had everybody come to the park and he did a live show and the police shut it down. But yeah, I saw that live show. That's a live. Oh, but you haven't seen that anything in terms of when he's come to the States. Oh, you he's on my in the car park. Sorry. I just yeah, that in. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So who would you see when, when they come over to the US then? Who would you want to see come over to the US? Do I want to see him come over? No, who would you want to? Who would I want? Gets? So Getz is like your number one MC then? Hell yeah, man. Getz is freaking madness. When I saw when I found Getz, I found life again. <laughs> I found Sick. life again. <laughs> Sick. But but yeah, like people like Getz, Giggs, Kano, Retri 2, uh, RM, I don't know if you guys know him. He's an artist from Brum. Talk to him a lot. Yeah. And those guys like that. Just schooling me. For real. For real. For real. <laughs> you know lots. I dig that. How long? How long has it been now since you? How would you, how long would you say it's been since you first started listening to UK music? December last year. Wow. Wait, December twenty fifteen. Yeah. So nice. not even a year. So like six. Yeah, like six months. Yeah. yeah. Almost wow. seven months. You talk like someone that's been listening to it for six years, man. <laughs> Have you watched all the DVDs? Yeah, have you gone back and watched DVDs? 
Have you been able to sort of get them over? Like, um, are there even any left to, to import? Uh, they're all on YouTube. Crazy Titch, Crazy Times. Oh, yeah. Um, what else would there be? Would you call it? Dizzy done a little would documentary. Would you call it by Wiley? No, I'm talking about old school ones, though. Old school documentaries. Practice hours. Um, do you know what I mean? Risky roads, obviously. Do you know what? It's weird. Having America, just having an American on the other line. Because this is something you'd always talk to with friends at school. It's like, oh, imagine what Americans think of this. Yeah. And, oh, what's their opinion? And now we're actually at a stage where we can actually get their opinion. Yeah, fully, instantly. But I think, how long do you think it will take till America are acceptant of grime or just a majority of states are? Mm. Like as like I said before, I think the newer grime artists are gonna trend more here. But when it comes to the older guys, I don't think it's gonna go too well because I've let people listen to let's say Wiley, uh, DWE, President T, those guys, and they're like, yeah, what is this? But once they listen to Section Six Seven, Crept and Conan, they're like, this sounds good because you know the beats are more produced, they sound more familiar to their ears, I guess, so they can bump with it more. And they usually say this beat is dope. The beat is dope. They're not really hearing the lyrics, but as long as they, you know, they kind of like the music. So eventually, I think the newer artists are definitely going to be able to trend. Fair play. And when, when, interesting question for me, when you recite English bars, do you put on a UK accent or do you rap in your own accent? I, I put on the most garbage UK accent. <laughs> so, yeah. When I, when I recite Getz bars, it, you can't, I can't do it in an American accent. It just feels weird. Yeah, and the, and the words will rhyme differently as well. Yeah, because the way they... Uh, what you emphasize on is not what we emphasize on. Yeah, exactly. Things that it changes, though. Yeah. yeah, there's more of a sort of slur when it comes to American delivery. Like, things yeah. are extended. Deliveries are mixed. So, Getz is your favourite, would you say, of all time? Or at the moment? Uh... Uh, I think of all time because I, I heard uh, some songs from his Freedom of Speech while I was at work mm -hmm. today and I was like, holy shit. I mean, holy poop. No, mate, you can swear. No, you're fine. allowed to swear that. Go in. <laughs> I mean, I heard his, uh, I think it's called Threats with him and Griminal on it and there was another song and the way he was spitting, man, I was like, whoa, it's madness, man. And do you rate any, um, like, if you could put together a UK MC, like your favourite is obviously Getz, who would you pair him with in a, like, a, a stateside MC? Your dream collaboration with Getz. With a stateside? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta give Eminem. Good mm. choice, man. That could be very, very interesting. Go on. No, Mary Ellen, yeah, yeah. No, no, I was just gonna say, I have like... I have a little lady crush on Lil Sims. Um, I think she's absolutely amazing. I've seen her perform live a bunch of times. Um, and I know that Kendrick is really, really big into her. Yeah, he was one of her first stateside yeah, fans. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And if they could get an act like a track together, like collaborate in that, I think it'd be amazing. I'd, I like to think sometimes that they've actually done a tune together, but I'm we're just <laughs> not allowed to hear it yet or something. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows, really yeah. and truly. There's tons of tunes that are just way below the surface that we just don't know about. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh. you never know. You never know. Uh. I hope I just stirred the pot up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I hope someone quotes me on this. <laughs> that rumoured track with Little Sins and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be cold. Mm. 
Very cold. Very cold. But thanks for so much for joining us all the way from Miami to Blunt. Uh, no problem. Is there anyone you want to shout out or is there anything you want to let your listeners, our listeners combined know? Well, that's nerve-wracking now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to shout out GRM Daily first. Yeah, nice one, man. Post and having me on this podcast. Much love to all y'all in the office. And my subscribers, because without them, I probably wouldn't be as into the music as it because they... Besides the artists themselves, they pretty much taught me all I know because they gave me the information right off the bat. And what I noticed about them, they're, they're some supportive-ass people, man. Like, jeez. Like, they support me like, I was like, holy shit, these guys don't even know me like that. But then they're supporting me like this crazy. And, uh, yeah, and a big shout-out to my 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 assistant, uh, Johanna. She's from the UK. She helps me with my videos, like helping me organize and posting them. So okay. I got to give her a shout-out. And pretty much to my whole subscribers and everyone else, all of the artists, Gets, RM, Dave, Novelist, all of those guys. Nice one. But once again, thank you so much for joining us, bro. And uh, yeah, have the, have a good, uh, pleasant rest of the day, man. All right, thank you. Thank you for having me. Peace, brother. Bye-bye. I guess we can comfortably say that brings us to the end of this episode of TBC. Indeed. Yeah. It's been fun talking to you, Mary Ellen. Yeah, you guys you should too. come back. It's been amazing. Absolutely. I love you guys so much. It's an amazing little team here. So, mm. What are your movements like in the near future? Well, from here to my bed. That's basically yeah? <laughs> Oh, no, no, not, not that near. Not that. <laughs> Put your number in there. No, it <laughs> I just meant, you know. <laughs> Wait, any, any interesting things that you're going to be up to? I'm just thinking of off pant all over again. Off pant, you know? That was all a joke, the off panting, you know? Off panting. Hey, I didn't say anything about off panting. I meant sleeping. And on that note, I just like to. Yeah, that very pleasant note. Um, slightly awkward, but pleasant note. Uh, join us for uh, episode 011. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.